Microphone check. Check microphone. Happy October. Happy Blocktober. It is October. It's fucking October. <laughs> What'd you say that September just disappeared? September feels like the fastest month of the year to me. Maybe mm-hmm. it's because the transition out of summer into fall, but it just mm-hmm. it's like it just I don't even feel it. It's like August, then it's October. It's weird. True. I don't know. I mean, that's just me, but it always feels fast every year. Faster each year, of course, as, as age will age. do. Yeah, it's insane. The more time behind you, the faster the stuff in front of you goes. Sadly, We true. are but mere mortal. Mere mortal. Which kind of is cool about what we're going to talk about first, being which mortal. Is, uh, the new series on HBO, Westworld. Yeah, which talks a lot about morality and mortality and the human psyche and where it can exist Yes. And, and why and how. It's awesome. It's awesome. It premiered on HBO last night, October 2nd. It uh, is the... Brand new show. Brand, brand new show. It was origin- It's based on the original 1973 film with Yul Brynner. Jonathan Nolan, a.k.a. Christopher Nolan's brother. Wrote with his wife. Lisa Joy, uh, who was a writer on Burn Night Notice and Pushing Daisies, and now she's writing the new Battlestar Galactica. That's cool. Uh, Jonathan Nolan's directed a couple episodes. He's a producer with his wife. J.J. Uh, Abrams, uh, an executive producer. There's a lot of people attached to this. It's, right. It stars Evan Rachel Wood, James Marston, Ed Harris, Anthony Hopkins, Tim yeah. Newton, Jeffrey Wright. It's a crazy good cast. Crazy good cast and crazy good writing and direct direction i mean yeah. jonathan nolan wrote memento that's right and christopher nolan directed it yeah. for God's sakes. and jonathan nolan was credited writing on the dark knight and batman begins or dark knight and dark knight yeah. rises so he's got chops man he's got chops and it's it's so it's a basically it's this gameplay that rich adults can come and go into a real life western futuristic but old it's not west. futuristic well but it's futuristic in the whole concept that it's robots well all of like the players which they call hosts are these sort of like animatronic but sort of android they're not like mm-hmm. robots really because they show them being made and it's like this weird like fake skin and yeah. stuff. it's not like metal parts and they have these processors that basically give them conscious consciousness yeah and it's really similar. We said there's like a whole bunch of things that jumped out at us. I said Blade Runner. Mm-hmm. I, we, we said Truman Show, Matrix. Uh, Hostel. Hostel. The yeah. Island. The Island. Like there's a bunch of things that yeah. since this was first from the 70s, this sort of did that whole idea first. Yeah. And it's done really well. And I really feel like they're doing the story justice as far as i know as far i've never mm. i've never seen the original film but it really it's an interesting concept there's even a little hunger games because they're dealing with these 3d models where they're looking at like, i don't quite understand that because they're 3D watching map it's like a 3d yeah, map they're on a watching table. it go down but real time yeah it's very odd so it's uh, like holographic kind yeah of. and they could shape it they can move yeah. uh, the maps and create big craters in it i mean it doesn't simultaneously change the world like real time or anything like hunger games right does, yeah but it can they can shape the map around and mm-hmm. watch their hosts in real time like the robots yeah. interact with the humans so the humans pay 
large sums of money to go into this Western world and live out their Western fantasies. Yeah. They can fucking rape the robots, which some yeah, of them Yeah, they do. can do anything they want to the host. The host can't do anything to them. And the hosts Nothing. don't know that they're robots. And it restarts every day. Yeah. And so every time it's like a new day that's like this sort of groundhog day yeah. for the robots. And they There's have... a little bit of that in there There is a little too. Groundhog's Day. Yeah, <laughs> there is. And it's funny. Yeah. And the, they, they do it maybe three or four times that same day. And each time it becomes sort of sadder and sadder to watch these poor freaking androids live this miserable existence. Yeah, because they are. I mean, especially the women are, are raped. And, Murdered. The men yeah. are just killed for fun. And that's what they say. These rich people, they go out and they kill and they pillage and they kill hunt Indians and like rape hostile. people. Like hostile. And they're all like really, they're made to be real pretty people yeah and like they show like the old models in that one scene and they don't oh, move the as well bill one yeah the yeah, buffalo Anthony cody Hopkin, guy hopkins is the creator and he's sort of oddly like even ironically ed harris is in this he's kind of like ed harris in the truman yeah, show Stefan or what and, his name was yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we we don't he is know. like that he yeah. is like that and we don't know where this is going, there's sort of hints at a larger, you know, because what happens in this in the premiere is that Anthony Hopkins has has added some new features so that they in have different features. They have different uh, uh, emotional gestures. reactions yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And it triggers this memory of or, their past builds but it's sort of like a glitch at first they don't right. know why some of them are shorting out like their their facial muscles are like twitching like it looks like they're having strokes and it's like it freaks out some of the guests mm -hmm. like let's get out of here because there's these they remember they said there's like a, a thousand different narratives that you can do yes. and so each different host robot has like a hundred plus narratives with pre-written storylines and dialogues and you can make them all these different things happen but then some of them start to cross fade and they start glitching or something and like you said then all of a sudden these because they get reassigned. Right. Like the robot characters, they start off as a lawman then they become a farmer and then the one member, the one guy was like a cult leader the one robot, Anthony Hopkins. Yes, yes. Because he starts talking to Anthony Hopkins in this like fire and brimstone, like you're going to pay for your sins well, the and the father, sins of the devil. The Evan, yeah. Evan Rachel Wood's father, who every morning she comes down, he's sitting on the porch and what are you going to do today, dear? And he had had several different builds. Yeah. And one of them was, and God, that actor. That was guy's fantastic. good, man. Yeah. yeah. But a lot of the acting is is very really good. Fantastic. It's, HBO par quality, man. They're par for yeah. they do. They have a bar, a standard, and the sets alone. Because we were saying, I, I was saying, you were saying that they have to do a whole Western world set and then a whole futuristic sci-fi set, yeah. two separately going on at the same time. So it's like the budget for this must have been crazy because the budget apparently for Deadwood, which is the HBA show, which is one of my favorite shows ever. It's a great show. Apparently extremely expensive, even though you're like, how much could it be? It's like mud and boots and clothes, you know, mm -hmm. and saloons and shit. But I think that apparently it was one of the reasons why they didn't finish that third season or, or finish, make a third season. Well, and that was, well, I, I'm sure there's a ratio to use subscriptions watchers to, yeah but, i man. mean it's that was pre game of thrones where totally. now they're swimming in money with that dude so. west or i mean do if you watch westwood and you like it watch deadwood because if you yeah. like westworld deadwood is maybe that's like big boy tv programming it's true it's probably one of the best television shows like written 
dialogue wise. Uh, I have there's to like agree a, with that. It's like yeah. a prose. It's like a Shakespearean, like old English mixed with mm-hmm. new American. It's brilliant. And brilliant, the acting brilliant. is some of the best. I mean, Ian McShane. Ian McShane is Al Swearingen, who's like the anti-hero bad yeah. guy, fucking troubled bad guy. He's yeah. incredible. He's won several awards for it. So go check that out. But this yeah. it, this is exciting. Yeah. It's exciting to see where it's going to go. It is. They hint at larger big pictures because the Ed Harris character is he's a bad guy he's really bad yeah he's, he's really sadist. bad yeah. he's kind of been playing the game over and over again but he's a real person he's not yes. a robot he's a payer he's a customer or whatever well and he gives the big reveal when he shoots the james marston character who is a host right and he nothing happens to him he and tried, harris can't yeah. be shot and they're like oh shit because they're not real bullets or yeah. something i don't know what it is i don't know how they do that because james marsden could shoot a diff, uh, different robot and it would kill the robot he did that remember he shot two guys that like came in and killed That's her true. Pa. so it's just that the guests can't be and they call them newcomers yeah the newcomers yeah are these yeah two newcomers to the to them to the you know, yeah. to the hosts, they're like, "Oh, you must be new in town." It's yeah. like he, but he's you know an accountant from Boise or it's got a real sort of sinister feel. Very to it. dark, like yeah. Those films we've cited like all do Blade Runner know? and shit, where that whole like, "What am I? Who am I?" Mm-hmm. thing, you know, and like, "How dare you make me this way?" The it, scene, the scene in which, and you cited this that the father, the Evan Rachel Wood father is sitting there and they're trying to find his old builds and access yep. them. That is very right. At, that is right out of Blade Runner. That's totally. like the opening scene of Blade Runner. Totally. Questioning to see if he's replicant. Replicants. Yeah. yeah. To see if they're replicants or not. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. And the whole like Dolph or not Dolph Lundgren, uh, Rugger Howard, <laughs> Rugger Howard cool. character. Yeah. <laughs> I get my like German actor or wherever they're from. Uh, Rugger Howard character. They had the whole speech he gives about being creative, but not getting to be human. And he, yeah. he kills his creator. You know right. what I mean? And there's a lot of that. There's like Anthony Hopkins almost like wants to be killed by his creations or something. He's like a Dr. Frankenstein or, or something. Or, or a, a Dr. Moreau. Yeah. Or Dr. Yeah, Moreau. That's big. Dr. Moreau. That you could cite that too he actually because th- it looks like he's the way playing he sat there with yeah. his original buffalo bill cody character and who's he's all having like, a drink with them and like shaky like a robot like like bait like beta designing kind of it was really cool but he was he was it was this this was my child you know he the way he was with him he treated him like as like new his first creation, child or first firstborn God, and his firstborn so there's something there brewing where sure. he's definitely going to be the perpetrator of them Some coming picture, to life yeah. and understanding that they're you know something it's here really getting that consciousness and they show that in like upcoming westworld there you see that's the direction they're going right. in but you kind of want to see the surface and you want to see past the surface i mean and, and you want to see uh like ed harris is onto a bigger picture thing too like yeah mm-hmm. he's an evil sadist but he's onto something yeah and he's onto something about the game and he's like i want to see the deeper parts of this game and he like scalps that guy and shit yes. and it's really dark but then you start to realize that he's as dark as he is, he might be an anti-hero also, even though he's a bastard but character. But he's definitely a sadist. Yeah, he's I mean, no up. mistake there. He's yeah, bad. He's but evil. He's, and it's Ed Harris. He's one of my faves. It's cool they cast say. him. He, he can never be wrong in a no, Western movie or show. He can never show. be wrong in anything. Yeah. He's 
brilliant. I love him in The Rock, and The Rock was like a bad movie. Throw that guy an Oscar, please. Please, or something, for Christ's sake. He's brilliant. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, there's a lot. I mean, definitely Blade Runner is... Big time. You know, because I think we're they're really going to explore what it means to be human when you're not human. And what it means to have consciousness and self-awareness uh-huh. and shit. Because they, they, they talk to them, and they, they have these like series of phrases, almost like Manchurian Candidate, that they say yeah. to them that turns them on and off and that like accesses their internal processors mm-hmm. and stuff so they're not even really present it's like where are you i'm in a dream it's like yeah. that's right and how do you feel in this dream i feel good you know good good okay so you pass that first test right you know would you ever hurt anyone no never okay so mm-hmm. you're still like online and the whole thing of like oh no they these these we program them so they can never hurt a human they would never hurt a fly and they show that the flies play a big part in this yes and and like milk and blood were a big part of this episode That's interesting which point. is a yeah. weird i don't know the symbolism there is mm-hmm. a big thing with milk cow's milk mm-hmm. and like po- spilled blood yeah and there's even a point where they come together Yes. The blood and the milk yeah, come together. Yeah, that's a cool scene. It was really cool. Yeah. And, but there's definitely some symbolism there because the, when the robots are being made, they're sort of dipped in this, like, these white vats of milk. or mm-hmm. like, But it's not a milk. It's some sort of, like, fake skin or something that right. makes their mu- muscle tissue and their bones, it, like, everything from scratch with this, like, white viscous substance. Yeah. So it's like, what is the milk and the blood? It's the blending of, I don't know. Robot and human. Robot and human. White, because the, they're made of a... White a substance. skeleton of... The white yeah so plasma about thing. the two yeah, yeah become bridging that gap together making yeah. them become fully human and the, the flies thing like they crawl on them and they don't even acknowledge them the robots like every every human's first thing is to like swat at a fly like get off my face or well, they have them on their eyeball on the and ball of their they're eye not doing anything right That's creepy until the very end when Evan Rachel Wood gets sort of like cross-examined by some of the engineers. And then the next day she's back and she has like a new dad, right. a new program father. Right, because taken out. Right, because he had like meltdown. Right. And then her, the last scene is so cool because she's like looking off in the distance and there's a voiceover like in her head. And then as she's just sort of looking, she casually like smacks a fly and kills it yeah. on her neck. And, like, and it's like, oh shit. That's good writing too. Yeah. Like that's great, right? And to have that sort of those flies sort of be a part of the scenery for the whole episode, right? And then for her to do something as like innocuous as like just swat at a fly and it dies, yeah, it doesn't just fly away. Well, and if they're going to do the Blade Runner thing and have them kind of access, go back to their different builds, right. which Clearly, that's what they're doing. Mm-hmm. She's the oldest one in the park. They've made that clear. So yeah. she's got a lot of different builds to go back. <laughs> Onto. onto and realize and yeah. i think they get their memories too because there's that one scene where in like fear of the episode where she's like you know i've died hundreds of times and that's the mm-hmm. thing so a lot of these that people, was the tandy newton yeah character. they've been raped yeah. maybe hundreds of times uh, yeah. sexed or murdered or shot or right. stabbed or gutted you know they're doing these horrible things and there's no like boundaries with it with the robots like you can do anything you get a gun you can kill them you know you can you know yeah it's horrible it's insane and if they gain consciousness they'll have all these memories of of all these different times they've Mm -hmm. been murdered what will they do yeah exactly well what would you do yeah like been used as a fuck sex puppet and murder puppet for 50 70 100 years as long as this program is going on you know 
it's yeah it's very interesting and, and i am excited to see it and it's cool because they were talking about there's not a lot of um dramatic programming that mm-hmm. on hbo right now and if game of thrones ends in a season or two it's sort of like there's nothing what's really the next there, one right because yeah. leftovers there's only one more season uh-huh. and that's not really like the buzz of Game of Thrones, even though it's almost a better show for me. This won't be the buzz of Game of Thrones. No, but it won't. it's definitely... It's awesome, though. I mean, you brought... You know, Deadwood's a superior show. So all far. All around. Yeah, scene for scene. Scene for scene, acting, writing. But this is... I'm I'm definitely... Don't... I'm not saying... It's not fascinating. This, down. this no. is fascinating, and I'm really curious to see where they go with it. Right. Uh, they've they hooked me. They've got my attention. I think right. it's where they go with it is going to be critical to the success of this show, mm-hmm. and whether they go into their own cliches, which they're mocking, you they're know what commenting, I mean? commenting on. Yeah, yeah so totally. That's going to be critical is how they do that and what they do with the uh, Anthony Hopkins character and right. how, how he puppeteers everybody and all of that. Mm-hmm. So how the robots revolt or whatever. Yeah. But I'm excited. I think it's, uh, you know, it's a good I, one for HBO. Good job. What Not would you just give like it? high maintenance, smoking weed and riding bikes. You yeah. Know? It's like a cool show. <laughs> yeah. I would give it like nine. Yeah, me too. I would, I really enjoyed it. And you know, it was a 75 minute episode, not 60 minutes. And I was into it the whole time. So I give it a nine. It was entertaining. And it's fun because you get like cool Western action, which mm-hmm. I love. And then you get like sci-fi fucking dystopic yeah. future, not action, but awesome you know. blending. Awesome blending. Yeah. Cool show. Nine Dig out of it. 10. Dig it. Dig it. So uh, what else we got? Well, we went to the Haunted Hayride LA. The Los Angeles Haunted Hayride featured on the TV show Shark Tank. Was it? Yeah, it was. Oh, yeah, that she came, this is a woman. She came on and like wanted them to invest in it so she could expand and shit. And she hmm. did. They she won the thing or however that you call it. They got she got the investment from one of them. Didn't seem to go that far from our experience. Well, good for her because I'm and them because I'm sure they're making a buttload of money. Yeah, they're definitely making money, but they're definitely not putting it into their fucking sh- production values. No. From well, our experience. So let's go through it. So first of all, it's out in Griffith Park, which, which is seems cool. cool. It's great. It's cool. It's and far. it's in the abandoned old LA Zoo. Right. Like on that site, which is also cool. Really cool. It sets up a cool spooky atmosphere, scary. And it's like out in the fresh forest woods and stuff. Yeah. It's cool. It's not a fucking theme park. They've got uh, spooky music yep. playing along. And hay and forest. And we should yep. say, as we were walking up, we saw a family of deer oh, across, yeah. by, across by us. Yeah. It was like seven deer. Seven deer, like a mama or like a smaller one and like two tiny, tiny baby yeah. fawns and then like a dad with antlers. At the and, end, yeah. yeah. it was really it cool. It was pretty special. We're like, oh, we're, uh, we're really up here in the fucking woods right now. Yeah, we're definitely... In the woods, uh, and and there, so you can buy a general admission ticket, and you can buy a VIP, VIP ticket. The VIP tickets are fifty dollars a person. The uh, how much were the general admission? Uh, they're like twenty five dollars. They're uh, so we're thinking, okay, we got the VIP tickets. We're not going to go through the line. We get there, we are in fact in a smaller line. Oh, so should say. Parking was a breeze. You get in there. There's a you couple different up. like options. Free, free parking. Parking very good. Very very good. accessible. Didn't have to walk far to get there. Nope. 
And it really, we should say, this is opening day, mm-hmm. and it, it's, it goes from like 7 to 11, and you just kind of come and go whenever you want. Yeah. The earlier you go, the better, though. Because we were there like about a little before 8, or really? Eh, 8, it was 8.30? Like eight. Maybe it was 8. Maybe it Might was 8. Might have been like 8. But it was and, the opening night, too. Right. But we, we there weren't a whole, a whole lot of people when we got there. No. Which it was, was good. It was a good amount. We did wait in line, in the VIP line, to get onto the hayride. <laughs> For about a half an hour. 25, half hour. Yeah, Yeah, I'd say about half hour, 25. Yeah, I'd say about half an hour. And it was pretty seamless going up. They give you, give their tickets that you actually have to print out. They don't let you scan it on your mobile, which is weird. But you have to print out your ticket, hand them to them, and they transfer, they give you a a wristband. Although there didn't seem to be a rhyme or reason to who was general and who was VIP because the wristbands looked exactly the same. Yeah, it was strange. And it it seemed to be a bit on the honor system. Or something. I don't know. I couldn't quite figure out what was going on, well, but they didn't really police that. No, and there's a main, the main attraction is the hayride, but then I think there's there was a couple other like haunted mazes or something mm-hmm. that aren't on a hayride. You just walk through them like a you know, regular haunted house, but it's outdoors. Yeah. And we didn't do either of those because we saw like the VIP line in the general emission line are right next to each other, yep. and there was no one there monitoring it. And so we looked at the VIP line, and it was longer than the general like, emission Wait a line. Minute, what? That's because so like, no one was on monitoring Yeah, because everyone's yeah. like, oh, we'll go to the VIP. Like, right, no probably. Yeah. Well, yeah. So it didn't make sense. It like, doesn't make any sense. So what defeats the purpose of purchasing right. a VIP ticket? I mean, the haunted maze did have a guy with a flashlight, like looking for wristbands. Yeah, that's true. That was the, the only one I saw. Right, the main attraction. But uh, yeah, yeah we so we walked. So we're waiting. We wait for twenty five minutes to a half an hour to get into the hayride. We get up and they they put us in cages well they have these two <laughs> cages straight up cages and they fill them up with the, the right amount of people that can fit on like the flatbed of a hay yeah. tractor hayride truck yeah it's tractors thing. pulling these, a wagon a wagon with hay in it a big wagon like it's a big like yeah. those flatbed wagons covered in hay and it holds probably about 40 50 30, people 30 eh, to 40 people 30 to 40 people that sounds about it right it shouldn't hold 30 to 40 people and that's one of the things we're going to talk about yeah is we get in there we got in there first yeah that was good we that got was good they cut us off right then so we we got to give you on the next group yeah and we were at the front of the line so we're right in the corner but then they parade people down through the middle because everyone takes the sides because so you have something to lean on yeah because you're sitting on hay there's no hay bales there's no chairs yeah you're just sitting on the ground in hay like right. a jerk kind yeah, of yeah kind for of 50 bucks for 50 bucks yeah i feel like a jerk like a jack off you know yeah and then so we're sitting we have a good spot because we were first you know so we got to come up and get that far corner near the near the front of the where the tractor is right and everybody fills up and takes the peripheral and then they fill the middle up with fucking poor saps that just have to sit on top of people and you're literally they're sitting on you but we should say right before we get on or get to going they let on these two fucking blimps of people (laughs) Like large, too large obese, to obese, obese, yeah, obese. Like three hundred fifty plus. You can't just say large. Like they're large to where you're no longer able to fit like just an average person, especially in those yeah. tight conditions. Yeah. And they were expected to sit in the middle. And what they did was they tried to s- flank us and sit up against that front wall of like the rectangle. Yep. Like if we're on the sides of the rectangle, they're on that front and it really could only fit one of their giant bodies. Yep. And then, so the, and they were a couple, God love them. Young couple well, too. And, and it's not their fault. It's the organizer's right. fault. The fact that they're letting people in they're they're squeezing too many people in there especially for vip 
Well, there's no, yeah. this does not feel VIP. Yeah. To sit with a bunch of jerks. And, and then what happens is the VIP and the general admission lines are separate until you get on the tractors in the cages and then they blend them. Yeah. So you're just, you just meet up with everyone from the general admission line. It doesn't seem right at all. No, it seems there should be a VIP tractor service, like VIP general, VIP general, just to keep it moving. But you're not, you're just all of a sudden with everybody, which is fine. Like, I'm not to mean people wise. I just mean like numbers wise. Well, if nobody was down the middle there and we could all put our legs out, it would be okay. But mm-hmm. I've been on these hay rides before, and you're usually sitting on a, a block of... Like a hay bale. A hay, yeah. So you can sit, like so a you seat. you can all sit, and then you're not... Because one of the other problems is you're leaning... You're either in the middle like a jerk, which yeah. is almost better from a viewing perspective. Right. But Or you're sitting on one of the edges, and the people come up behind you, you have to twist your body in a weird way and you can barely move because we're all sitting on Well, you mean the people other. like the actors the in actors, the thing. Yeah. yeah. Because they're, they have these sort of like little tableaus, like sets and they, they, the tractor pulls up and stops in front of one and then there's these ghoul zombie actors that yep. sort of act out a scene. One of them's like a, you know, high society party and they're cannibals and right. one of them's like a fucking Satan opera thing. And yep. But yeah, and so they go one on the left side and the next one's on the right side. Side. So you're only ever getting a really good view of whatever side you're looking at. Yeah. And the other time you have to wrench around and sort of like, oh, that's scary, I guess. I can't really hold this position for much longer. I know, that's yeah. exactly how it was. Yeah. You know, and, and they weren't, and the production values were very low with the actual, the props and the production value, yes. you know, like the, and the characters and the costumes and it wasn't all that detailed no. and it definitely doesn't look like. It looks like they could either hire a better creative director or, or definitely put some more money into oh, building it up. Way more money into it because it was uh, – there's been haunted – that haunted house in Santa Monica on 16th Street, that right. street that everybody goes to for Halloween. That's a private home. Is a, is a much better – production value yeah and, than this was than this was and, and that's free that's free for the, everyone in everyone the neighborhood in the neighborhood and this is fifty dollars or twenty five dollars whatever it is thirty twenty five their website yeah if you, you know, want haunted here at la yeah but, it was really sort of low rent yeah a little low budget like what are you doing these are all like kids dressed up in masks right and you know it's I mean, at first you're like, oh, cool. It's dark. And you, you know, want it to cause you cool. want it to be really cool. And it to. was cool at first. Cause you want, like you said you want it to be yeah. cool. And then you see another one and you're like, oh, that's kind of cheesy. Not that scary. Yeah. And then they make you get off the rod, the hayride. Cause just to extend the fucking thing. Right. Cause if they just drove you in a circle and it's like, well, Bob's your uncle. Yeah. That'll be $50, please. Well, yeah. And well, they make a big deal in the promotions of this, the getting off piece. Uh, similar to what they do at uh, Universal's oh, Terminus, yeah, yeah, or the, where they uh, take Walking you Dead. off and they put you in a trolley and they take you off. But I mean, you're going through a set on Universal. It's on Universal's backlot, yeah, and it's a set, and you're on a real trolley with seats, right? Yes, with proper seats and shit, yeah. and people can see, like you know, like a bus for God's sakes. This is, you know, you walk through this weird cornfield, and there's these creatures that kind of jump out at you but sort of sort of they're not, not really. very good no they're like old like something that they bought on like an auction from yeah. like an old prop house 
and it was animatronic, but like really rusty junky. Yeah. There was the one big animatronic creature, but then like it's the base of it, like the steel base was completely mm-hmm. visible. Like you couldn't put a fucking black coffee table over that just so we can't see like yeah. it's working parts kind of thing. You know, like just production wise, we've been to Universal, we've been to uh, uh, Walker Stalker Con, Atlanta, you know. Yeah. And I don't think it's uh, unfair to, you know, expect a little more for $50, you know, and I I love haunted houses, you know, we we all love haunted houses. Everyone spends a lot of money on it. It's a huge moneymaker. And so uh, the sitting, well, also, it wasn't scary because when you stop in front of these attractions and you see their little scene, which is they low rent. They act out really they low act, rent. Yeah, and then they come up to the hayride and scare you. But you see them coming. Right, you just see you're watching like, here they come. And woo, they're like, booga, booga, booga. They can't touch you, but they get really close to you. Yep. Uh, but then you see them walk away. And there's no like element of surprise. So you're just like, here they come. And these ones are dressed up as vampires. Yeah, or, or whatever. The next one is zombies. Zombies, I guess. Well, there's no... And then they did like a purge thing at the end. Sort of a purge thing. There's sort of these weird themes that might be from some stuff, but they're not. And they don't really quite work or make sense. And it just seems like a, like a high school kids produced it, it or wrote it. Because there were like these little act outs, like a yeah. little sort of five second, ten second theatrical performance. Yeah. And then once they do their little scene, they all run at the the truck or whatever and they yep. sort of surround us and go ooga booga. And, yeah. then, they, <laughs> and then they fuck off. And then, yeah. and then the, here's the other thing though. So you go through the stupid fucking corn maze and then you got to get wrangled up again into a yeah. cage and then wait for another fucking hayride yep. and have to repeat the process of getting on and off this fucking yeah. smelly, itchy hayride cramped fucking thing you know and it's like i didn't want to get off the first time because we want we 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 want to get the money yeah the bang for the buck it's just sort of like you're gonna get off but it's like the process was such a fucking pain in the ass yeah to get on and to sit and to wait and everybody pack in i'll say this too if you're over 50 you're not gonna want to do this unless you're incredibly limber because anyone who's on the older side this was not going to work for you because not easily not at all you're you're sitting in a very uncomfortable position though getting sitting down and standing up on the hayride you almost need a person to help you do assist that. you yeah it's uh, you it, can't if you're not in like some people can't sit cross-legged like indian yeah. style because they have bad legs but also it didn't necessarily work because your legs stick out too much you have no you, room you're yeah. on top of people so you have to literally sit with your legs fold hugging your chest like up touching your chin yeah that's what i was doing and i was Kind of like, okay, I got to hold them in here so I, I'm not hitting anyone. Yeah, I was lucky on the second round. I got like right in the corner Yeah, that of was it. good. So yeah. I got to cross my legs Indian style. Right. This was like, thank God. Because yeah. my knees act up sometimes and get cramped and shit. And I was like, if yeah, I... Yeah, and you're freaking young. Yeah, I'm this like is, not old. I just, you know, I get, you know, if I don't work out regularly, if I don't stretch, I get sort of like stiffness in my knees sometimes. If you have a I'm disability, tall. if you're overweight. Yeah, if, if you're, you're overweight. El- if you're older, you, you're... This was miserable for you. And I mean, granted, you know, we're a bit spoiled by the fact Netherworld in Atlanta, which is widely considered the greatest haunt in the U.S. Yeah. We went to last year and it was, it was the greatest one we've up. ever been to. It lived to its to. Yeah, name. It was and incredible. We're kind of spoiled by that. And so we're doing this thing now where we're hitting haunts all over the country. And 
this has gotten so much buzz and they're making so much money, but God, shame on them in a way. Kind of, sort of. I mean, you can, I don't know. It's a lot. 50 bucks is a lot of money to throw down on something just to be like uncomfortable, sort of crammed in like sardines. You well, know? and if you don't pay the $50 for the VIP... Oh, the general admission line. Ever. It was so long. And this isn't even like peak time. Like, can you imagine closer to Halloween? And it's that looked like a ninety minute line even at eight seven o'clock, eight o'clock on the first night. night. So you can imagine how long the lines will be just no October twenty ninth. Yeah. Oh, Not, and that's general admission. Miserable. Even in VIP, I'm sure at those times will be fucking miserable. Yeah. And then by the end of it, you're like, what? Uh, like, what the fuck? And you're sort of walking like, okay, kind so that. Yeah, we were both a little <laughs> fucking cranky, a little yep. bummed, a little like, what the fuck was that? Yeah. And then we were like, do we want to go to the other ones? Because the other, like, just to get our money's worth, like, do we, but then those lines were long yeah. all of a sudden. Because when we got off of the whole hayride, like an hour had gone by. Yeah, true. So all of a sudden it was that much busier. Yep. And so we were like, no, like, fuck, I don't want to go to their haunted house things. What if Might, it's it's going to probably suck. Well, right. If like their main attraction is that lacking. Yeah. Why would their like little side attractions be better or even scary or yeah. fun? You know, so yeah, it was a bummer. So just dis- the the best thing was that like Seeing skeletal, yeah, See and the, the tears and the skeleton merry-go-round. Oh yeah, like, there was a scary go round. A scary go round. They called it a scary go round. That was the funnest thing. Yeah, that was fun. That was oddly fun. I haven't been on a merry-go-round since I was like... In Saudi Arabia, there was one. Really? Yeah. And there's these little parks and one of them had this really rinky-dinky roller coaster and then the other one had this really rinky-dinky merry-go-round like on two sides of the compound. And that was like my pretty much only experience as a merry-go-round. Wow. It was was there, yeah. Well, this was a good second one. Yeah. uh, Like 25 years later or whatever. ride LA itself... Boo. Boo. Shame. Shame. I kind of boo. Boo. Shame. 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 Dung. What is, they have a gong or no, a bell or. A bell. Shame. Cling. Shame. That was one of my favorite moments at Comic-Con was this someone did a cosplay where <laughs> it was like naked shame Cersei and then the nun. Oh, right. And every I time, you, every time someone would walk by, if you said shame, like shame, they would be like, they would ring the bell and say shame. And they would like, That's like awesome. and everyone was waiting in line. Every time someone would walk by, they would say it. And like, every, like people just kept saying like shame, ding, shame, ding. Yeah. It's like, that's why I love Comic-Con. I know. people like everyone's in on it, you yeah. know? It's fun, man. It's the best. Yeah, but fucking, yeah, shame on you, uh, Haunted Hayride. Yeah, for the money that you are making and for the fact that you got the sharks to invest in this. Yeah, but man. But they don't care because you know what? They're making a buttload. Yeah. They make yeah. so much money. So from a business perspective, you know, she's cool. doing well. Yeah, cool. Because people will go to the shit. But it's really, mm-hmm. frankly, they should invest a lot back into this. And to the creative part. the level. Yeah, man. You can't just, well, they even had like these TVs, but they were like old boob tube. Like, remember like in line, there was these TVs showing yeah. like horror scenes, Yes. but the TVs looked like something from my like, like junior high fucking, you know, science class it where did. they're showing like a freaking thing on mitochondria or some fucking thing. You know what I mean? Like old ass <laughs> stupid TV VHS thing. Like yeah. this just looks cheap. This looks kind of. I don't know if that was intentional, but then remember they had a theater show in which they were acting out all of the Friday the Thirteenth. But movies. it was interactive. They took people from the crowd. It was like yeah. one of those like fun, fun, dumb, fun things. Didn't look that fun. No, it looked kind of you know <laughs> ruddy. 
sort of like low. Yeah. Everything sort of looked a little rinky dink. And there's, a, I mean, there is a food stand. Yeah, there's food. Uh, there are bathrooms that are basically porta potties, and then also those sort like of like beach, beach bathrooms, bathrooms yeah. park bathrooms, park bathrooms. Um, the kind I that- don't see how this is disabled friendly at all. Which is illegal, so there must be something. something. They yeah. must have a separate wagon for disabled people. Well, to get a, someone in a wheelchair on and off that wagon would be da- almost impossible. You'd have to do something different. Yeah, so I don't know what do they something. do, but they must do something. It's legally, yeah. Yeah. Would be a nightmare but for them. It, it, it feels really sketchy and it feels just, just sort of like thrown corners. together. Yeah, thrown together. Yeah. Like not highly produced. And I, the, creatively, you need to do more. Yep. Do more. Do like, more. Do more. Do put more money into this shit. You know, though, you know, Universal, the lines are fucking shitty and it's really expensive. Yeah. But you're getting top of the line production. And the I mean, jump seeing, scares are yeah. critical. There's no jump scares. There's none in this. There's none. It's like, oh, yeah. Here comes that weird costume person up against the hayride. To- Here he comes. And it, then it becomes sort of creepy. Yeah, it's a little creepy. Because they linger. Yeah, they sort they of hover. And they kind of smell you. Yeah. And they're like, ha, ha, ha. Come home and with me. I'm going to eat you. Yeah, yeah they're like wrist kind whisper of like, shit. Could you just get the fuck off my arm, And they all please? look like they're high school kids. Yeah. It just, you know, fucking cheap labor or whatever. But right. it just, yeah, didn't really pull me in. I tried to enjoy it. I really wanted to. So you did know, I. I didn't. I wasn't like watching it like that sucks. This is gay. This is stupid. Like right. I wanted to be scared because there was yeah. like that. Like there was always like that one douchey guy that's like, I've got clever remarks. Oh yeah, we sat next to him. Yeah, we we found one. Yeah, we found that guy. There's always a few, <laughs> and we found one of them. Yeah, and like I, I didn't want to be that guy. I don't like being that guy anyway. Like yeah. if I'm going to pay fifty bucks, but I want to enjoy it. Funnier that guy than this I, yeah, guy. Yeah, that guy sucks. <laughs> that particular that guy was not a, even a good that guy. He was like a lame that guy. Uh, the worst. Yeah, it was hilarious. Like, okay, can you shut up? I just want. I'm trying to enjoy this. I'm trying to like be immersed by it. It's yeah. not working. It's already not working. <laughs> and your stupid little quips, that you know, tried hacky quips aren't helping. So if we were gonna rate this, uh, I would doom it for sure. Yeah. Doom. How far down the doom scale would you go? Like 4.5. Yeah, I'd say 4.5. I mean, it sucks because the location's cool and the atmosphere's cool. And I was excited to do this as an alternative alternative to the expensive Knott's Berry Farm. And that's also shitty. Mm-hmm. Knott's Berry Farm is shit when we went that one year. Yeah. It was really low budget haunted attractions. And, you know, everything else is really pricey. Yep. You know, I want to go to the Queen Mary and see if that's good because that's cheaper too. Oh, the yeah, Dark Harbors. Yeah, that's the, what they call it. That that, that looks might be good. Better. It's an so old we'll ship. Stay tuned because we'll do that and we'll review that as well. Yeah. All right. So four point five. We doomed it. Boo. Doom. Get better. Go at your own risk. Yeah. Uh, we have a movie to review. It's called Cooties. It is a now streaming instant watch on Stars. I think you can rent it on Amazon for whatever two ninety nine or some shit like that. Whatever it is, yeah, yeah. It uh, the film is stars Elijah Wood, Rain Wilson, Allison Pill. It's directed by Jonathan Milot and Carrie Mernion, who I don't know very well. They're doing Bushwick. Uh, and uh, also Jack McBrayer from um, 30 Rock and Nassim Pedrat from SNL. SNL, yeah. Are in it as well. And yeah. 
So it's uh, these uh, Elijah Wood is like a failed novelist. It's a horror movie. It's a zombie movie. Yes. And there's a lot of parallels to Scouts versus Zombies. Particular zombie, though. It doesn't affect everyone. It only affects children. children. He comes back to his It's a school, school, by the way. Yeah. Yep. Where he's a substitute teacher. He's back living with his mom. But he's and he was a failed writer in New York. Yeah. And it turns out he was actually teaching teacher, in New York. Yeah. Yeah. But it's his old alma mater, Which middle school alma elementary mater. Elementary middle school. And his long lost love who he liked and back then is, is there. She's also a teacher. a teacher. Yeah. Rain Wilson plays like the phys ed teacher. Yeah. The like washed up yeah. failed athlete phys ed teacher. <laughs> athletic department. Ding dong. Yeah. And uh, the, there's they show right out of the gate how there's an infected chicken nugget. Infected chicken nuggets. Nuggets. And it goes distributed into the school. Cafeteria. Yeah. Yeah. And then the kid eats it. And you basically see like the life of this nugget before it be- gets eaten by the girl who gets infected with the disease that the nugget is carrying. Yeah. Turning her into a zombie. And that's sort of where we start. Right. And she's infected and she's pustules and rashes and dying. And then she... uh Gets one of her pigtails ripped out of her scalp. And you see like the little guts. The blood, blood and yeah. shit. And then the, she bites one of the children and it's in Elijah Wood's classroom. And all of a sudden he's got a wounded student and a rabid student that runs off into the playground. Mm-hmm. And simultaneously he's taking her or taking him to the nurse's room where he starts turning into a zombie. And so as simultaneously the girl, the rabid student is out in the playground biting all the other students and scratching them. So it instantly turns into like mini pandemic inside of the school playground. And they're all locked in the school trying to figure out how to get out. Well, there's not many survivors. A bunch of the, the principal gets killed and a bunch of teachers get killed. And so it's just, it's Rain Wilson, Elijah Wood, the love interest, uh, Nassim, Jack McBrayer, and, you know, Another it's like a couple other people. Yeah. yeah. And they have to survive and figure out how to get out of the school and also how to eliminate these zombie children if yeah. they can. You know what I mean? Well, and you find out that you're not, if, if you get bit, if one, some of the kids get bit and they, this one girl gets bit and she doesn't turn into a zombie because if you've hit puberty, you don't turn. The disease doesn't affect you. Yeah. So it only affects like prepubescent children because right. Elijah Woods gets scratched but he doesn't turn either right but, but he, he has sick this, yeah, yeah he, he has a sick. bad effect of it and so they're like trapped in the teacher's lounge and they try to escape to the parking lot and then the kids find them there and they're going through the gymnasium and air conditioner ducts and trying to survive and find a way out and then eventually they have to uh sort of just go for it right kind of like in the what's it called dawn of the dead the new one where they build oh the, yeah they build the the bus, the reinforced bus, right? To go for it, and you know it's yeah, it's pretty funny. There's funny moments. There's, There's some funny. cool horror moments. It's kind of slow. It's a little slow to start because it's weird. By the time that it gets around to the third act, it really starts to pick up and get interesting, and really becomes sort of like zombie survival. They all get their weapons, and mm-hmm. they have to make a break for the truck. Uh, you know, try to get to the next town. They find the next town, and it's been overrun. That's at the very end. This is I mean, the thing. it takes a long. There's a huge setup, and it takes a long time to get to any of the action. And a lot of it is just sort of kids running around with blood on their faces. And Elijah Woods, you know, flirting with the girl and kvetching over his novel. Not, failing, yeah, yeah failed writer. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of that. I almost feel like if they could have 
fast forwarded 20 minutes started there and then uh-huh. added another 20 minutes to the end of the movie mm-hmm. where they're now like on the road. Because that's where we wanted more. It All got good. they're on the road and it's there's action and, yeah, and exciting stuff is happening. They're in sort of like a Chuck E. Cheese. And yeah. It's like all, and then all the kids cage. are. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and they're that all was there. like, oh shit. And they have to get out and get back to the truck and reunite with some of the other uh, group members. And yeah. And then, and then it ends. <laughs> right. And, and then, then you're like, ends. okay, is there going to be a sequel or I'd, I'd what's watch happening a sequel. here? Yeah, I'd I mean, watch it's it. definitely gory. Uh, it's for sure rated R horror. It's gory, but I think. Like, I like Scouts versus Zombies better than this. Oh, definitely. And it had definitely had a much bigger budget than Cooties. This was extremely low budget. Extremely low budget. Like, almost like they shouldn't have made a feature. Because it was almost mm. too low budget to really commit to a full feature and give us, like, really cool zombie action. Yeah. And it's hard to show people killing kids, even if well, they're they, zombies. Well, you can't. They had to do the, the breakaway. The breakaway. Yeah. I mean, they show one where Rain Wilson sort of beats the kid's head in with a, a fire extinguisher. Yeah. But they don't show it directly. Like, intense. Yeah, yeah. And, and he's a zombie, but it's still intense. Right. You know what I mean? So it's hard to do... A kids, adults versus evil kids or kids yeah, in it's general. Like child's play, except not evil doll. It's actual kids. Actual. It's kind of like kids. Gage in Pet Cemetery. Yeah, and that's it. Get it's fucking intense. You yeah, know, you got to kill this kid. Right, and even in that, he doesn't get his head blown off. He gets right. like injected with some sort of fucking you know arsenic or right. whatever, some, you know cyanide or whatever the fuck. Yeah, so that's a, that's a tough one too because mm-hmm. we want to see hot zombie action, girls, girls, girls. You know, <laughs> you can't really give us hot zombie action if no. it's kids. You know, yeah. And luckily for Scouts versus Zombies, it was an older group of kids, teenagers, and then also all the adults that right. can actually turn into zombies because right. they don't. Like, you know, paint themselves into a catalogical corner by saying that adults can't turn into zombies, mm-hmm. which, you know, okay, fine. But then, you know, it's hard. It's just hard to, you know, you can't blow a kid's head off with a no, shotgun. No, nor do I want to see that, frankly. No, I you don't can't. Care whether he, like Ash, or not. I, just, I just mean like Ash versus Evil Dead. Mm-hmm. You know, Evil Dead, he can do the boomstick to any one of those zombies yeah. and monsters. Right, of course. It's just, yeah, you know, and yeah, right. I don't want to just watch a, a 90 minute, like, killing kids. <laughs> so it's like tough. Yeah. It's just like, you, you, it's, it's like, it's not as. Uh, horror entertaining it mm-hmm. is rated r i can see why it's rated r yes there's uses of blood not there's some guts but it's like the teachers who get killed their guts yeah you know what i mean yeah. so it's like a fine line you know there must be some sort of you know censorship thing about killing kids you can kill two kids in a movie but you yeah. can only show one and you can't you know i don't well, know Well, i remember in the sophia coming out of the barn episode of walking dead um, yeah right they, That's a good there example. was a big point of how you know rick goes up to shoot her and they can't show him shooting her they can show him aim the gun but they can't show him pull the trigger with her in the shot right they can show him pulling the trigger and then they can show her falling to the ground but they can't show both and like that's so specific but that's you know well this is where i have to say thank god for the censors for that because do you really you know do you really want to watch yeah, a watch kid that. get shot in the head no <laughs> nobody does really there's nothing about that that like i don't feel like i'm losing anything yeah. especially in that show in that moment on the show of walking dead yeah like i didn't feel like robbed of anything because i didn't get you know to what's see your funny about brains. that though what 
every horror movie is a group of teenagers being mangled, completely yep. destroyed. They're old so enough. what's the age? Because I think it's like young prepubescent. Okay. I think once you're well, and even like you, you want to see the Stranger Things kids torn apart by those monsters. No. But then we did see a dead Barbara. Remember, she was dead and all like. Purple. But she's like fifteen. 14, 15, 15, yeah. 14, but yeah, even then. But think about Scream. Think about, I know what you did last summer. Think all of about them. like any horror movie at all. All of the, all, all the Jasons, all of the yeah. Friday the 13th. Yeah. They're all always... teenagers getting macheted yeah. in half and shit. Right. But they're 17, 18. They're not 11 and 12. Yeah. I guess that's the difference. Still seems a little hypocritical. It is a little. It is a little <laughs> hypocritical. They're all fucking children. Like Freddy versus Jason. And we're talking about horror. People getting ripped up here. Yeah. Uh, non-horror fans will be horrified. Like, what are you guys talking about? Yeah. <laughs> We're trying to justify <laughs> how old do you have to be to yeah. be killed on screen? I mean, can they cut your head off if you're 12? No. Yeah. You can watch the head fall to the ground. Right. But you can't watch the machete make contact with the subject's neck. Yeah. It's Yikes. very specific. I don't know what I would give this. I, I wouldn't doom it, but I wouldn't give it a high. Like a I couldn't six. give it a high rating. Six. six. Yeah, I give it a six. Yeah. It's worth a free watch. Yep. Because, you know, it's Rain Wilson's funny in it. He's always funny. Yeah, right. And He's Elijah good. Wood Elijah is Elijah Wood is great. good. Yeah, so there's some good performances. And the writing's... I almost feel like the writing on Zombies and Scouts was a little better. stronger. Yeah. Yeah. It was a better movie because it's they're very similar. You got it. They're both like zombie kids. Indie. Indie zombie yeah. kids, you know, so there's two. It's very similar. But uh, I think, uh, you know, Scouts and Zombies was uh, executed a little better. Well, and the spirit of it is it's a bit more fun. Better yeah. and more fun. The spirit is more fun and more action. Yeah. There's more action per minute kind of thing. This is just kind of evil twisted. Uh, somebody who hates kids wants to turn them all into zombies. Yeah, and, and you don't find out you. like why the chickens were infected. It's just like bird flu or no, something. No, there's none of that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's a six. Six all right. point two. Six. We'll six it up. For cooties. Six God. Yeah. Uh, so we are hitting the road to go to uh, Salem this week. We're going to Haunted Happenings. We've got so much going on. Follow our social. Go to our website at heraldmodcast.com so you can follow along with all the things we're doing. And there's a blog post uh, on there right now. Yeah, it's like 48 it hours all. away. Left. I know. Yeah, we'll be there reporting live. We'll be live tweeting and, you know, a lot of posting pictures and stuff while, uh, while, once we're there. Meeting with cool people. Meeting with witches and warlocks. Yep. Freaking, yeah. Sandy. Real witches, real warlocks. Yeah, man. Self-proclaimed real, warlocks. but, you know. Warlock. Yeah. So stay tuned for that. And we will have uh, more news from the world of Westworld when we return. And, hey, get ready, because when we get back, it's the season seven premiere of Walking Dead. That week? That weekend. It's the 23rd. So the next weekend. Yeah, sorry. The next weekend, but when we're back, yeah. Once we're back, it's the next big thing that we had coming around the corner. Yeah, so that's going to be pretty exciting. You've had the summer to prepare yourself. Emotionally. Emotionally to be ready for this. I'm not ready. I I don't know. I, I think I know what's going to happen. And I've come to terms with the fact that we're going to lose people on this show. And it's part of the entertainment. It's part of the entertainment value of the show. But this is going to be probably the most brutal of a beloved character that we've seen so far. 
yeah, besides but we Herschel know it, getting his head We know it's coming. Off. Like, we didn't expect Herschel to necessarily get his fucking head cut off. No. But we know that someone's going to get their fucking melon opened up by me. I don't know if I can watch it. I'm going to be have the one eye closed thing going on. Well, I mean, I read the, I read the comics already, so I, I can watch it. I don't know. I'll be fine. So stay tuned for that and much more from the Herald and Modcast. A broadcast. Yeah, see you, jerks. Toodaloo, jerkies. Jerky jerks.